You're listening to the audio podcast of Central United Methodist Church. Today, we have a recording from a joint worship service with Central and Arlington Temple United Methodist Church. We hope that you will appreciate this special service. There's not a traditional sermon preached. Instead, we'll hear the scripture lessons that take us from Palm Sunday to Good Friday as part of our Holy Week Palm Passion Sunday. We gather here to recall the mystery of our redemption. Though sin drew us away from holiness, God never stopped loving us. Today's service offers an expression of hope that despite the mess that humans have made of our world, God has a plan of redemption for all creation. Rather than a typical sermon this morning, Today we will proclaim God's word by reading from the Gospel of Luke. We will journey through Holy Week as we remember Christ's abiding love for us and all the world. Our first scripture reading is from Luke, the 19th chapter. As he came near and saw the city, he wept over it, saying, If you, even you, had only recognized on this day the things that make for peace, but now they are hidden from your eyes. Indeed, the days will come upon you when your enemies will set up ramparts around you and surround you and hem you in on every side. They will crush you to the ground, you and your children within you. They will not leave within you one stone upon another because you did not recognize the time of your visitation from God. Then he entered the temple and began to drive out those who were selling things there. And he said, it is written, my house shall be a house of prayer, but you have made it a den of robbers. Every day, Jesus was in the temple teaching. The chief priests, the scribes, and the leaders of the people kept looking for a way to kill him, but they did not find anything they could do, for all the people were spellbound by what they heard. Now the festival of unleavened bread, which is called the Passover, was near. The chief priests and the scribes were looking for a way to put Jesus to death, for they were afraid of the people. Then Satan entered into Judas and called Iscariot, who was one of the twelve. He went away and conferred with the chief priests and officers of the temple police about how he might betray him to them. They were greatly pleased and agreed to give him money. So he consented and began to look for an opportunity to betray him to them when no crowd was present. Then came the day of unleavened bread on which the Passover lamb had to be sacrificed. So Jesus sent Peter and John saying, go and prepare the Passover meal for us that we may eat it. They asked him, where do you want us to make preparations for it? Listen, he said to them, when you have entered the city, a man carrying a jar of water will meet you. Follow him into the house he enters and say to the owner of the house, the teacher asks you, where is the guest room where I may eat the Passover with my disciples? He will show you a large room upstairs, already furnished. 
make preparations for us there. So they went and found everything as he had told them, and they prepared the Passover meal. When the hour had come, Jesus took his place at the table, and the apostles sat with him. He said, I have eagerly desired to eat this Passover feast with you before I suffer. For I tell you, I will not eat it until it is fulfilled in the kingdom of God. Then he took a cup, and after giving thanks, he said, Take this and divide it among yourselves. For I tell you that from now on, I will not drink of the fruit of the vine until the kingdom of God comes. Then he took a loaf of bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and gave it to them, saying, This is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And he did the same with the cup after supper, saying, This cup that is poured out for you is the new covenant in my blood. Jesus came out and went, as was his custom, to the Mount of Olives, and the disciples followed him. When he reached the place, he said, Pray that you may not come into the time of trial. Then he withdrew from them about a stone's throw, knelt down, and prayed, Father, if you are willing, remove this cup from me. Yet not my will, but yours be done. While he was still speaking, suddenly a crowd came, and the one called Judas, one of the twelve, was leading them. He approached Jesus to kiss him, but Jesus said to him, Judas, is it with a kiss that you are betraying the Son of Man? When those who were around him saw what was coming, they asked, Lord, should we strike with a sword? Then one of them struck the slave of the high priest and cut off his right ear. But Jesus said, no more of this. And he touched his ear and healed him. Then Jesus said to the chief priests, the officers of the the temple police, and the elders who had come for him, have you come out with swords and clubs? as if I were a bandit. When I was with you day after day in the temple, you did not lay hands on me, but this is your hour and the power of darkness. When the day came, the assembly of the elders of the people brought both chief priest and scribes together. They brought him to the council. They said, if you are the Messiah, tell us. Jesus replied, if I tell you, you will not believe me. And if I question you, you will not answer. But from now on, the son of man will be seated at the right hand of the power of God. All of them asked, are you then the son of God? Jesus said to them, you say that I am. Then they said, what further testimony do we need? We have heard it ourselves from his own lips. Then the assembly rose as a body and brought Jesus before Pilate. They began to accuse him, saying, We found this man perverting our nation, forbidding us to pay taxes to the emperor, and saying that he himself is the Messiah, a king. Then Pilate asked them, Are you the king of the Jews? He answered, You say so. Then Pilate said to the chief priests and the crowds, I find no basis for an accusation against this man. But they were insistent. 
They said he stirs up the people by teaching throughout all Judea, from Galilee where he began, even to this place. Pilate said to them, you brought me this man as one who was perverting the people. And here I have examined him in your presence and have not found this man guilty of any of your charges against him. I will therefore have him flogged and release him. Then they all shouted out together, away with this fellow, release Barabbas for us. This was a man who'd been put in prison for an insurrection that had taken place in the city and for murder. Pilate, wanting to release Jesus, addressed the crowd again, but they kept shouting, crucify, crucify him. So Pilate gave his verdict that their demand should be granted. He released the man they asked for, the one who had been put in prison for insurrection and murder, and he handed Jesus over as they wished. It was now about noon, and darkness came over the whole land until three in the afternoon, while the sun's light failed, and the curtain of the temple was torn in two. Then Jesus, crying with a loud voice, said, Father, into your hands I commend my spirit. Having said this, he breathed his last. Now there was a good and righteous man named Joseph, who, though a member of the council, had not agreed to their plan and action. He came from the Jewish town of Arimathea. He was waiting expectantly for the kingdom of God. This man went to Pilate and asked for the body of Jesus. And he took it down, wrapped it in a linen cloth, and laid it in a rock-hewn tomb where no one had ever been laid. And it was the day of preparation, and the Sabbath was beginning. The women who had come with him from Galilee followed, and they saw the tomb and how his body was laid. And then they returned and prepared spices and ointments. On the Sabbath they rested according to the command. 